So welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast. And today we're talking about the boys season three superheroes, which are not necessarily the people that you want to be trying to save you. Flawed human beings that have superpowers and they've been granted superpowers by something called Compound V. The fact is that there's one superhero who is the Superman equivalent that is a very twisted the minute superhero. <laughs> And this season seems to focus on him pretty much. So, Matt, how do you feel about The Boys Season 3? Or at least the first three episodes. I loved it just when I was thinking that it couldn't get any worse, couldn't get any more crazier areas where they couldn't have gotten any more cruder. It does. Apparently, the screenwriting for this has been amazing. Humanizing characters, superheroes with flaws is one of its strengths, especially when it comes to, hey, that's what I was thinking, and then it happens. I don't know, the Ant-Man equivalent going uh, to Marita. Termite, yeah, was absolutely ridiculous. I was like... Yeah, so, again, this is more of a, a not necessarily X-rated, but... <laughs> that drawing is X-rated, yeah. Very risque, very risque <laughs> stuff, and it's also produced by Seth Rogen. So, it's a little twisted, but go ahead, man. It is amazing, I will say that. Everything from the character to understanding where the character's coming from, just to build up to where we are now from season one, season two, and to see the downfall of Homelander. I'm very excited. It's kind of come at a better time as far as entertainment, things to watch between movies, video games, etc. This is just like the cherry on top of the ice cream. This is awesome. I can't, can't wait. Otherwise, it comes out every Friday. Yeah, no, this is just something episode, for me to watch, yeah. and it's going to be pretty cool. All right, Keith on point it takes place like what a year i think about a year or so after yeah. the events of season yeah, two who he said that it's been about a year since he last saw butcher they didn't waste any time getting right into it last season did take a while to ramp up they up their game in this guessing that they, they don't have to worry about world building anymore and i think that's probably like the biggest thing i've noticed with a lot of shows like this when they don't have to worry about world building and trying to pull people in and not do info dumps of stuff once you get past the establishing the world itself and the introduction and stuff the storytelling becomes a lot easier just about everything they pulled out you kind of figured couldn't get any worse or couldn't get any more not so much ridiculous but worse than what they are and then do like payback pop up the biggest thing i think like once again the one who steals the show every time is anthony Starr's homelander Every scene he was in, you were just like, God, he's going to snap. It's going to happen and kill everything in the world. Mm. And on eggshells, every time he pops on the screen. Finally, when he the moment of his epiphany, <laughs> when he does, it's just like, wow. Probably going to be even worse than we thought. The whole intro of Temp V that is given to Butcher. Um, I like where then his character is headed to. The only thing that's kind of lagging this time out is Frenchie's storyline. Like, I'm yeah. like, where is that going? He's exactly? always kind of been a character that is just left out there. I mean, they obviously focus on Butcher, Huey, and then the soups. Eminem kind of got his story fleshed out towards the end of last season. Frenchie's just always like, eh, I'll do the odd job. I'll go do surveillance and that's his arc <laughs> most of the time and i will say the dude that plays him is an amazing actor because he's israeli not french 
but I like what I'm seeing so far. I like the little moment with Kimiko. You know, she started breaking down the song when he walk around the party, but turns out that wasn't the case. It's, it's like little touches to the characters that we already know. Now they can kind of flesh them out even further that I'm liking rather than be situational be more character specific starlight's character is fleshed out and developed even more the edgar he was fleshing out nicely it's going very well pacing is a lot better this season than it was in previous seasons so i'm looking forward to seeing where they're going from this i think between this show and also invincible these are the peak of anything that is not marvel superhero mm-hmm. invincible is cartoon but the adult side of the humor to all this it's old school raunchy and it works why it doesn't happen more often because you kind of get some level of silliness with deadpool but disney's not going to do this stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. i watched the first episode and again the termite dude (laughs) (laughs) the The termite dude just like oh they just went there like first of all (laughs) I understand this, you know, he sneezed because he was all high on drugs. And just... <laughs> <laughs> and there's a level of inventiveness to everything that's going on with this show. That's what I like the most. Then, like, the deep, he was having sex, and then Octopus just comes up to the glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Where is this going? Like, whoa, this is <laughs> a weird sense of humor. It is working, particularly for this show. In the first season in Homeland, it just kind of had this Oedipus complex. Just like a little kid dreaming about his mom, the person that's in charge of... You kind of see where it's going. And then this season, full-on craziness. It's Superman and Justice Superman. He's like, I'll just do what I want. And I will kill you. And I won't stop. <laughs> so... All right. All right, let's wrap this up. So, Matt, what score would you give the first three episodes? I give it a 10 out of 10. I mean, it's just perfect. After I saw one episode, I want to see another one. I want to see another one. It just, I didn't feel the need that I had to stop. I was itching for the next revelation because it just keeps getting weirder, wackier, and more dark. So, perfect. 10 out of 10. Keith? Eight out of ten. I just gotta have some place to go further up, in my opinion. Definitely wasn't perfect in terms of where it was going, but it's definitely on the right path, right trajectory of uh of making it and stuff. So it's strong and I'm hoping that it finishes off strong. I'll give it a conservative eight out of ten. One given like a nine. On par with particularly the first season. The first season was really, really good. The second season, again, it started off slow and then kind of fleshed out stuff towards the end and it got better towards the end but like this season is just full on as you said it doesn't have to do all the backstories world building everything's on the table let's just see how far we can go with it I would just say kudos to Amazon this woke era of people don't want to take chances or risk or rock the boat too much they're like taking every joke whether it be race whether it be sexism they're just throwing it all on the table and just saying like, hey, look, obviously this is a TV show and we're going to push the limits. And again, I like where it's at. So. You gave it an 8.5 just for areas to see it grow. Frenchy storyline. That's really slow pacing. I mean, granted, they need to introduce a Russian component. And, and, then, and but do also, you want them to keep going and going like at the current pace? Well, the, I think the problem with the Frenchy thing is that you hadn't really seen 
the people that he was dealing with during season one, I think they might have showed up maybe once or twice in season two. And like, that's it. I understand what Keith is saying from that point. But go ahead. Contrived in that regard to kind of keep them, introduce someone who can get them to Russia. Butcher's attitude this season, especially toward the kid Ryan and stuff, mm. it feels way too forced. They're trying to set him up to do something or other. So rather than go the obvious route, which is for him to be a father figure to the kid, he's pushing him away, trying to be more like his dad. You only had like one episode last season to talk about his past and his father and stuff. I don't think that element that needs to be explored for the character. We already know he's a dick. In fact, the Homelander raped his wife. Superman rapes your wife, gets her pregnant. That's more than enough Well, motivation. even before that, he thought before she was... That, yeah. He, yeah. He had enough in him more than that. Just like Huey. Like, Huey doesn't need more than A-Train being a complete dick and killing his girlfriend in the first episode of the show friend to want to pursue and stop and hold them accountable and that's pretty much the whole thing is that they're trying to hold these soups accountable and it turns out that Vought is basically making sure that they're unaccountable for that it's more than enough antagonism and motivation and stuff to do that adding this other elements seems like something to kind of give the actors something to do I'll see how it pans out it might pan out to be something good and then pay off well in the end in which case boom gets a 10 out of 10 